Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. This is episode 52 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Welcome everyone, I'm Liam Naden, and it's good to have you here. Now in this episode, I'm going to take a bit of a different tack to the previous podcast episodes. There are actually now obviously 51 previous episodes, and also my two programs, my 7-day Stop Your Divorce program, and my 30-day Save Your Marriage Relationship Transformation program. So there's a ton of information that I've provided for you ideas, strategies, step-by-step processes, and all of these things are there to help you to save your marriage and make it even stronger as well. But in putting all of this information together for you, I've realized that there's something of almost a missing link, and it's something, something actually that only really struck me the other day after I got off a call with a participant in my 30-day Save Your Marriage program, and as you may know, I offer a free 30-minute coaching call as part of that program. It's one-on-one with me. And what I realized that when I do these calls is that what tends to happen is I'm doing two things. Firstly, people tend to want clarity. They want more guidance on how to implement some of the strategies in the program and apply them to their own unique situation. So that's, that's pretty important. But the other thing I find myself doing in these calls is providing people with some clarity and perspective about their situation. And that's really quite different. It's about helping them to see some of the things that they can't really see. They're emotional things, and they're created by the turmoil and stress that they're going through, obviously, in trying to save their marriage. So I thought it would be valuable for me to actually cover some of these things in a podcast, because these are the things that apply to everyone when they're going through the process of trying to save their marriage. So that's what I'm going to do today. And that's why I've called the podcast The Truths You Need to Know As You Try to Save Your Marriage. So if you like, as we go through this, as you listen to it, think of it as something like a reality check for you. It's a a bit of a pep talk, if you like. And I hope that as you listen to this, the ideas are really going to sink in and they're going to be able to help you speed up the progress you're making in saving your marriage. Alright, so this podcast is really about perspective and truth. And if you know anything about me and my story, and how I came to be really working in this field, you'll be aware that a few years ago, it was about six six or seven years ago now, I dug myself into a very deep and dark hole in my life. And it was really thanks to my mishandling of my marriage, or actually my marriage is... <laughs> But I was in the place where I'd lost everything. I was homeless. I was sleeping on the couch in the living room in my mother's small flat. I was facing bankruptcy. I had no income, no job. I'd been forced to move back into a town where I had no friends. And I was battling against two very hostile ex-wives in court at the same time. And as you can imagine, I was in a pretty bad way emotionally. I mean, I was depressed. I was stressed. I was I was lonely. And I certainly couldn't see an end in sight. Well, at least not a positive one. 
Now, of course, things did get better for me, and I, I went to work on myself. I, I learnt and developed many of the ideas I now share in these podcasts and my programs. But in looking back into those dark times, similar to what you're probably going through right now, I wish that I had someone in my life there at the time telling me the things I'm going to be telling you in this podcast today. And I wish I'd had the emotional support from someone who'd been through what I was going through, who knew what it really felt like, and who knew how to deal with it. So whether or not you have someone like that in your life, I hope that today I'm going to be that person for you. And in doing that, I want to tell you a few truths about yourself and your situation that you probably have lost sight of or forgotten. And I think that by reminding you of these things, it's going to help you. All right, so let's look at some truths that you need to know as you try to save your marriage. Well, the first truth you need to know is about yourself, and it's this. There's actually nothing wrong with you. And you know, it might sound a bit obvious, but it's probably not something that you're thinking. There is nothing wrong with you. Because when your spouse comes along and tells you that they no longer love you or that they want a divorce... I mean, this is a very powerful form of rejection, isn't it? And rejection from someone, especially the person who you've built your life with and who you've put so much emotional and personal energy into, when you get rejection from that person, it can be a huge blow to your self-esteem. One of the first things you think is, well, what's wrong with me for for them to reject me? Well, what's wrong with me for them to reject me? I mean, I must be a bad person. I must have, there must be a lot wrong with me. And in fact, I must be so bad if the person who I thought was the most special is now pushing me away. Because if they can't love me, if I'm that bad that I push them away, then for sure no one else is going to be able to love and accept me either. So it's probably this or some variation of this that's going through your mind and even your subconscious mind. And as a result, what starts to happen when we think like this is we develop two patterns of behavior. The first thing we do is we start to analyze all of the things we can find that are wrong about us and bad about us. So we take on this huge load of guilt and self-criticism. And the second thing that happens is that we feel bad about ourselves and we can fall into a state of sadness, depression, helplessness, even anger. And of course, all that tends to make us only do things that make us feel worse about ourselves and our situation. So if this is all happening to you, and I'm sure some variation of it is, let me tell you the truth here. You are not a bad person. There is actually nothing wrong with you. And in fact, you are a wonderful person. You really are. But even though I don't know you personally, I know that's true. But you don't need to take my word for it because I'm going to prove it to you. And and you'll prove it to yourself as well. And we'll cover that a little bit later on. But really think about this. If somebody else has decided that they don't want to be with you, that they don't love you anymore, it's really about what's going on inside them, not inside you. Now, of course... You might have done some things to contribute to the situation, and I'm sure you have. You do have some responsibility for this. And there might be things about your behavior that they don't like. But hey, welcome to the human race. I mean, we're all like that. We all have our faults. We all make mistakes. But you 
like the rest of us, also have some wonderful qualities that are truly special and unique. And if you've been busy beating yourself up about yourself and your situation, here's a couple of questions to really think about and ask yourself. And the first question is, what are some of your good qualities? What are the, some qualities that you could admire about yourself if you wanted to? I mean, for instance, do you have a good sense of humour? Are you the sort of person who's kind and generous towards others? Do you care about other people? What are the areas of your life where you're successful, perhaps in your career, your relationship with your children, or even how you get on with your other family members? Dig a bit into this and you'll see that there's probably a lot of good about you. And the second question is, who in your life cares about you? You know, none of us are hermits. We influence people whether we're aware of it or not. And there are people out there who truly do care about you. So who are some of the people who care about you? They may include, and I'm sure they do include your children, other family members, friends, co-workers. In fact, when you, when you dig into this, you'll probably be a bit surprised to discover there are more people who care about you than you think. And they wouldn't care about you, by the way, if you weren't the good person with great qualities that you are. So that's the first truth about you. Now the second truth you need to know is that you will be happy again. Now I know how hard it is to believe this with what you're going through right now. In fact, when I was in the depths of my life and marriage turmoils, there were many times when I simply could not see that things were going to get any better. And they weren't getting any better. That was the reality. In fact, things were getting worse. And sometimes I'd think, <clears throat> I can't take any more of this, and things would get worse. But you know, one day things stopped getting worse, and then they slowly started getting better. And it went from taking no steps forward and five steps back to gradual positive progress. And I started to feel better, very slowly at first, almost without realizing it. But things did get better, and things then got a whole lot better. So even if you can't see it right now, the same will definitely happen to you. Keep reminding yourself that famous quote from somebody who's pretty wise who said, This too shall pass. And it will. It most surely will. So that's the second truth. And here's truth number three. The situation you're in right now is one of the greatest gifts of opportunity you will ever receive in your life. And not only that, one day you will look back on your current situation and be grateful, yes, grateful, that it happened. Now, before you want to have me taken away by the boys in the white coats and declared insane, and before you say that this can't possibly be right in your situation, that how could this be a gift to you, I want you to have a think about this. Now, when you think about it, we all want to be happy, correct? I mean, it's the human condition, isn't it, to strive to be happy. But we especially strive to be happy when we're experiencing the opposite, when we're miserable. And in situations such as trying to save our marriage from divorce, we want to be happy. But ironically, happiness is something we learn from the times when we're not happy. That's when we really appreciate happiness and when we, when we learn how to be happy. It's in our time of our greatest fear that we learn courage. And it's when we're in our greatest pain and loss that we learn how to experience gratitude and appreciation. 
And it's when times are tough that we learn how to be strong. I mean, did you know that in a forest, the strongest trees are on the outside? And if you were to chop those trees down, the trees on the inside of the forest would not be able to withstand a windstorm. They'd simply fall over because they'd never developed the same strength as the trees who had faced who had had to face the wind continually on the outside of the forest. So you want to be like the trees on the outside of the forest. You want to be stronger, better and healthier because you face tougher times than all the other trees. Now, most of the world's great achievers that have overcome usually they've overcome great adversity in their life and they've all said the same thing that I'm saying now that the worst times ended up being their best because it made them stronger, better and ultimately able to be happier in their life and it's going to be the same for you too right, the fourth truth is that things are better than they seem things are better than they seem you know, in our society we're continually bombarded by messages telling us that things are much worse than they really are you know, in the newspaper, on TV, around the water fountain at work. It's all about the wars, the bad economy, the politicians, the, you name it, it's all bad. The whole world's going down the pan. But that's not the reality of our lives, which is why if you want to stay informed about what's really going on in the world, then I suggest you turn off the TV news, stop reading the newspapers, and instead look around you. <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm very fortunate to spend a lot of my time traveling, which is one of the things I absolutely love to do. And wherever I go, I see happy people. You know, if 10%, 15% of the population is unemployed, according to the statistics, well, that still leaves 85 to 90% of people who have jobs. And they, they have a good income, they have a good lifestyle, presumably. And when I'm traveling around, what I see to be reality is that people are out and about and they're enjoying themselves. There are people in shops and cafes, they're in parks, they're in their gardens and in their homes, they're with their family and their friends and they're all having a pretty good time. You know, if I wave or smile at somebody, complete stranger in the street, if I wave or smile at someone, they usually wave or smile back. I'm sure you'll find the same yourself. Strangers say hello to each other as they pass by, they say hello to me. Now, you might say that I just happen to be in the good neighborhoods, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's the same where you live as well. You know, we live in a wonderful world where things are a lot, where there are a lot of great things going on. And in fact, without a shadow of a doubt, we live in the best time in history. So things are better than they seem. Now, I'm not saying that your problems don't exist or that you should ignore them, and I'm not saying that your marriage failing and you facing the prospect of divorce when you don't want it to happen, I'm not saying that's not a big problem and that it's not serious and causing you great pain. You do need to face it. You do need to deal with it, obviously. And that's what my podcasts and programs are obviously all about. But you also need to keep things in perspective and realize that there's a lot in your life that you do have to be grateful for and appreciative of. So these are just some of the truths that I hope by sharing with you and and really reminding you of them, they're going to help you feel better. 
And it is about feeling better because when you feel better, you're also better able to handle the challenges that you face in your life, including trying to save your marriage. You're going to be better able to apply the tools I've given you in my marriage programs and in the other podcasts. So let's finish. I want to leave you with a few questions to ask yourself. Now you might want to write these down or at least pause the recording. Just give yourself some time to really think about them because there's some big truth in these that's going to help you. And they're all questions that are going to show you even more clearly the truth about you and your life. Now the first question, and I mentioned this one earlier, but what's good about you? What are some of the qualities that you could, if you wanted to, admire about yourself? And the second question, and I mentioned this one earlier as well, who cares about you? Who are the people in your life that you know either well or not well, or maybe even not at all, who still care about you? And the third question, and this is a biggie, what could you be happy about in your life right now if you wanted to? What could you be happy about in your life right now if you wanted to? I mean, what are some of the things that are going right for you in your life right now? Have a think about those and write them down. And question number four, which is related in, in a way, but what could you be grateful for about your life right now if you wanted to? What could you be grateful for about your life right now if you wanted to? I mean, what do you have in your life, for instance, that other people don't? Powerful question to think about. And the last question, what are some of the things about you that could become better as a result of what you're going through? So this is about the opportunity and your pain, if you like. If you like, what are some of the things about you that could become better as a result of what you are going through? What are some of the personal positive qualities that you could develop because of this tough time that you're experiencing as you try to save your marriage. All right, well, let me remind you once more what I said at the beginning. You're a great person. You really are. You need to know that. And you're going to get through this. You're going to be happy again. And you're going to get to a place, wherever it is, the place that you're meant to be even if you don't know where exactly where that is right now. So trust in the process. Give it time. Keep doing the right things, and you'll get there. This is your path. This is your time, and it's going to lead you to a better and much happier you. Now, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now. 